I know a guy who uses Family Guy to help him make more money. And I'll explain exactly how in this video. This guy is your classic high achiever, a true believer in the rise and grind philosophy. His motto, hustle, grind, repeat. However, one gloomy day, he found himself at a breaking point. The pressure of running a business, an insane payroll, increasing competition, and a disengaged team had turned the constant repetition suffocating. He was utterly exhausted. So he went home and did something he never usually does. He sunk into his couch and grabbed the remote control. An episode of Family Guy was on the television. He didn't know what that was, but he watched it anyway. And he chuckled at Peter's antics, at Stewie's elaborate plans, at Brian's dry wit. Amid his laughter, he felt something that he hadn't in a very long time. He felt relaxed. And the next day, he found himself a little more patient in his business meetings, a little more creative in problem solving. And he even enjoyed a hearty laugh with his team. Turns out, Family Guy did more than just make him laugh. It helped him unwind and in turn, be a better entrepreneur. And research actually confirms this. Research in the Journal of Occupational and Organizational Psychology and the National Institute of Mental Health agrees that when you take the time to chill out and do something fun after your work, you actually end up doing a better job when you're on. You feel less tired and you're more psyched up about what you have to do. And then what about everything else we need to do after work? What about the never ending to-do list and the daily metric? Can you really afford the time to watch Family Guy? Well, that begs the even bigger question. If you're trying to optimize your life, is there ever room for empty entertainment or is it just always a waste of time? Should you be a Grant Cardone slash Gary Vee style obsessively outworking everyone in the week because, well, because you just will? Because you'll manifest your destiny by the sheer fire of the intensity of your obsessive will to win? Tim Ferriss articulates it this way. What would you have to do to accomplish your 10-year goal in the next six months? And I've asked myself this very question before, except I speak to myself in this way. If you had to make $10 million by the end of this year or else something unfortunate would happen to my wife, could you do it? Could you do it? And better. And then I follow up that question with a series of semi-answers, which always coalesce into a larger answer, which is yes, of course, you would do whatever is necessary. Emphasis on whatever. Meaning if you had to sleep only a few hours a day, knocking door to door in the Arizona heat for 18 hours a day, eating only Soylent powder because no time to waste, no time to waste, no time to waste. The stakes are too high. I'm going to outwork everyone. Would you do it? Could you do it? And in such a hypothetical, the answer is again, yes, you could. Could you run every morning at 4 a.m. while reading a book on double time? Could you then meditate in the shower? Could you then spend an hour a day with your wife or husband or children being fully present in the momentous glory of their love? Then could you go to work and conduct a gratitude survey no matter the fact that your coworkers are, you know what, ever finding the light amongst the darkness? Could you not completely devoid yourself of any television, instead only learning and at that efficiently taking notes all the while? Not making just 50 sales calls a day, but instead 200 or 300? Watch me, 400, you said. If your life depended on, could you? Could you? This objective deconstruction to absurdity is what this subgenre of the self-development entrepreneurial guru culture hangs their hats on. And they should, because they are technically right. They are a mirror. They are the coach screaming in your face, your alarm at 4 a.m. What do you think your competitors are doing? It says, do you think they're taking Sunday off? Do you? They have defined the mantra, I will outwork you. And so too, should you, I argue, if you want it. Because if you really want it, then you'll find a way, right? And yet, is there not room for love or happiness? And if so, how and where? If we're constantly listening to Alan Watts and Tom Bilyeu and Jocko Willink and taking classes at 10 a.m., eating raw broccoli while everyone else is out drinking on a Friday night, will that not eventually make us, you know, finally happier? I don't know. Can we waste our time watching Family Guy or watching a football game or listening to music or having a long afternoon coffee with a loved one? Will that fit in within the greater architecture of human optimization or just success in general? Should we make time to smell the roses? And if so, when and which roses? Well, first off, let's get this one thing straight. You can and you should take time, not only for yourself, to shut off your brain, to relax and enjoy. And if you don't, I promise you, you are going to crack. You can't be that obsessed all the time. And once you do, once you crack, you will have lost all of your momentum, your ocean liner laboriously weighted down from the anchor that is your stress-induced collapse. The best physical example of this is found in Ariana Huffington's Thrive, where she literally collapses from the psychological pressure, which actualization, if left unchanged, 
check inevitably creates. And so what's my advice? Take bath, watch television, go on walks, have long coffee, listen to a comedy show, watch a football or a basketball game, go on vacation and really, no, really turn off your phone. Watch a sunset, the entire sunset without taking a picture. Hold her hand in the park, kiss him on the cheek and smile. The roses are here for our pleasure. I do believe and they are everywhere and they are always if we look closely enough. Do not let yourself get too existentially obsessed with do this and then do that or else you're a loser who isn't working hard enough. Because again, this is itself a form of insanity. And so spending an entire day binge watching the new season of True Detective may or may not, depending upon your circumstance, be either absolutely 100% in line with your destiny, exactly what you need to do and therefore should be doing, though also it could be, depending upon your circumstances, be you completely wasting your life away. Now, though, just to be clear, I'm not talking about a screenplay writer or a film student or an actor who may be watching such a show as a student, deconstructing and analyzing the framework, the behind the scenes fourth wall of how such a scene was constructed or how the dialogue was cut from this first form or a musician beating out the tempo of the score, etc. It goes without saying, though I'll say it anyway. If your specialization requires you to watch every football game every Saturday in order for you to function at a high level because your job requires you to do so because you're a sports journalist, let's say, then of course the reality of such an exception is so obvious as to make this point almost a waste of time. Of course there are exceptions, like if your job directly involves these activities. Nonetheless, I want to make clear that I'm not making any objective classification for the definition of time well spent. But I am saying that you should be self-aware enough to know the difference. You must be able to see yourself outside of yourself and then answer the question, am I doing this thing on purpose? Meaning, are you making a conscious decision for how you spend your time? Even if it means that you're choosing to watch all the Marvel movies back to back. Because if your answer is yes, I'm choosing this, then you're fine. Then don't worry. Shut down and shut out that little hyperproductive Gary Vee or Grant Cardone in your heart. For example, because I anticipated that I would want to watch the game for four hours this Saturday, football game, I in advance make sure that all my work is done not only for the week, but sometimes even for the following week. I've already automated my spending and therefore know in advance that I would have the $40 today for pizza and wings. And because I knew that my husband or my wife would want to watch it with me, I in advance spent extra time with them last night and also planned a date night for the next day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You see where I'm going with this? Watching Family Guy or watching a football game, if premeditated, if chosen, if used as a way of shutting off or winding down from a deep work cyclical masterpiece day whereby you did everything that you should, one in which you were kind, you were loving, you learned something new, you were grateful, and yes, you worked hard, is not only an act that should not be scoffed at, but is an act that should be looked upon with revel, enjoyment, entertainment, play, time off, turning off, tuning out, receiving, rather than constantly doing or giving, is not a bad thing. There is no inherent evil or vice in television or even doing something wildly unhealthy like smoking a cigar. There isn't. These are glory, pieces of art, often perfected by masters or many masters who have conspired to entertain and please you. So do not disparage yourself if you are hearing it from all sides. Do not feel bad about yourself for enjoying yourself. Do not feel guilty for your guilty pleasures. These are yours to have and to hold. Do then, I implore you, take some time off and relax. Be passive, enjoy, accept, harvest, collect, especially when you deserve. Do not constantly freak out about what you could be doing or how much harder you should be working. Emphasis on constant. Because you should put pressure on yourself and you should do work that matters and you should live into your destiny by mastering yourself and skills that will help others. But don't do it constantly because really life comes down to this. Be it a lazy afternoon with a few movies or a hard day's work. Know that you're doing, know what you're doing and why you're doing it. In a word, you have to choose. And even more important, choosing what to want will help you succeed even more.